You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Shivani Peterson here with another episode of the Mortgage Reports Podcast, and I'm really excited for today's topic. After 10 years in mortgage lending, I can tell you that one of the things that I've seen is the biggest hurdle to homeownership that um, seems to be an obstacle that so many face when they, even when they qualify for a mortgage, when their credit looks good and they have the income they need to qualify in the price range they want. As Americans, we aren't the best savers. And so a lot of people hit hard stop in terms of not having the money available for a down payment. And a lot of people also forget that the down payment isn't the only thing you need in order to purchase a home. So today I want to talk all about down payments and what you need to be thinking of, what you need to be including, and what you need to be planning for. So first and foremost, when you go to purchase a home, you have a down payment. Unless you're using a USDA loan, which requires zero down, or a VA loan, which also requires zero down, you're going to need some sort of percentage down. And county by county across the country, there are home buyer grants that are available to you to help you with your down payment and closing costs. But what I want you to get out of today's episode is what are those closing costs and what do you need to be prepared for? So when you're a first time home buyer, you have options to put as little as 3% down on a new home purchase. And then on top of that 3%, you need to be planning. And as a rule of thumb, I say two to 3% of your purchase price for closing costs. So what are those costs that come with buying a home? Closing costs are things like an appraisal to make sure the home is worth what you're paying for it, inspections. Usually you'll start with a structural inspection and then that inspector will tell you if you need to dive deeper by having maybe a pest inspection or an HVAC inspection, or if the home is on septic, you would want to have that septic system inspected. So inspections are costly and you just want to plan for them. Then there's a title company that is the neutral third party between the buyer side and the seller side. And they have fees to issue title insurance and document preparation. The escrow company involved has an escrow fee to handle the transaction. So all of these things coupled together, plus the bank fee that you're paying your lender to purchase the home and any points you might be paying to buy down your interest rate, your first annual homeowner's insurance premium, property taxes, transfer taxes if they apply in your county. These, All of these things come together and are called closing costs. And when you get pre-approved, you want to ask the lender to show you the closing costs that are applicable in your county and in your loan situation so that you can plan for those on top of your down payment. You also want to think ahead to the costs that come with homeownership. So when you rent and there's a repair that needs to be done or something like that, your landlord, it's their cost to take care of that for you. But when you own the home, you're the one who needs to fix the AC if it goes out or the water heater or if there's any sort of plumbing issue or something urgent, right? So you want to have a little bit of money set aside for that stuff. None of this is to say that I think that you should put off home ownership until you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank saved up. I don't even think you should wait until you have 20% saved up because the longer you wait saving up, the more homes are costing and I would rather you get into something sooner rather than later so that you can start taking advantage of home prices appreciating and it's not a problem for you. It's a blessing. But I want you to be fully aware, down payment, closing costs, costs that come with home ownership, because every decision you make in this realm should be informed. Now, that being said, you'd want to think, okay, well, you're telling me, Shivani, that I should buy as soon as I can, but I should have money saved up. So you're telling me two conflicting things and it's stressing me out. 
Not my goal at all. I don't want to stress you out. I think let's talk. Like, let's be realistic here. What are the strategies you have to start saving more money? Of course, the first one, the best one is earn more income. As we start to be heading into a recession right now, the number one advice I could give anyone financially is find ways to have more revenue, whether that be getting a promotion at your current job and climbing the corporate ladder, asking for that annual performance review that your supervisor has been too busy to do for years, negotiating for yourself there, or whether that means adding a side hustle or something you can do that brings in extra money every week, every month, and you save that money up. So best strategy to get your money together for a down payment and closing costs is definitely earn more money. Because I'm not the person who's going to tell you to stop going to Starbucks to save up for your down payment. I think you deserve your latte and you should have your latte and you should just find ways to earn more money. The other thing I would say, though, is that a lot of us aren't really familiar with our finances. I mean, when was the last time you sat down and wrote out all your monthly expenses and looked like, does spending money on these things really give me joy? Because I'm not telling you to cut the latte, but if the latte is not giving you joy, then don't do it. Like, let's be precise in how we're spending our money and aware. And so if you haven't done that and you haven't taken down the time to analyze your cash flow, do it. And then set up automatic savings transfers that just happen as soon as your paycheck comes. You don't have to think about it. Set it, automate it, and forget it. That way that money is just moving aside. And before you know it, it slowly adds up so that you can have the money you need for a down payment and closing costs. Think about it this way. You're saying, okay, Shvani, but I can't save that much. If you don't start, you never get there, right? So just saying I can't do it doesn't get you anywhere. So just do it. Start saving something. Something is better than nothing. And also remember that when you're buying a house, you can get a gift from a family member or very close friend to use towards your down payment and closing costs. And that might help you get into the home quicker so that you can start reaping the rewards of appreciation and hopefully pay it forward to them someday and help them out in a certain way. So I hope that today's episode has been helpful for you guys in understanding what you need on top of a down payment when it comes to buying a home, but also in motivating you to get a savings plan together so that you can get there and you can be a homeowner when the next opportunity presents and it's the right time for you and your family. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 